today's story is The Burden, Cabin View, by Ghost Inc. A forest, blanketed by snow, with very little green from the fern trees. It was silent, not an animal in sight, as a light breeze of cold winter air blew across the land. A cabin laid upon the white blanket, dark within its empty rooms, with little in ways of furniture standing, a place that so few have been. The sound of rustling snow is no less than a mile away. A truck could be seen struggling against the pale sand, eventually stopping in front of the cabin itself, the truck still roaring from its engine, the passenger side door opened. A child, no older than thirteen, jumped into the deep snow. The engine going silent, a man with a dark beard stepped out into the snow as well. Both of them wore dark gray beanies and gloves. A heavy black coat was worn by the man while the child wore a hoodie and jeans. As they walked toward the cabin, the feet crushed the snow beneath them. They struggled slightly because of the heavy weight of the snow upon their feet. Eventually, reaching the door, the man pulled out keys which unlocked the front door. Quickly, the child ran inside as the man followed behind. Closing the door behind them, their breath could still be seen, feeling a bit denser than before. Anthony, the man called the child. I got some logs a couple days ago. They're in the kitchen near the back door. Anthony nodded without a word and walked into the kitchen, as if familiar with the place. Walking in, it felt colder. A heavy weight of frozen air filled the room. Seeing the logs near the back door, Anthony quickly grabbed them without hesitation. Walking out of the kitchen, he turned left and entered the living room where the fireplace laid. Tossing all the ones he could carry inside, he turned over to where the man was still lying stuffed down. Dad, I need your lighter, Anthony told him. His dad nodded, tossing the keys in Anthony's direction. Anthony tried flicking it on, failing a couple of times, before eventually getting the flame to stand and stay. He hovered it over the log before blossoming into a bright flower of heat, starting small before sprouting across the log. Blowing on it lightly, the flame began to brighten and heat filled the room in a matter of time. Sitting in front of the fireplace, the cold, heavy air seemed to disperse in a matter of minutes. He heard his father sit upon the couch, not too far from him. Anthony's face showed no signs of happiness. No emotion was expressed. The room still felt empty, despite the company within. Tossing back the lighter to his father, the sound of the lighter flickering on again quickly was heard within Anthony's ear. Turning his head, his father could be seen lighting a cigar. A disappointment grew upon Anthony's face as he turned away. "'What's wrong, son?' his father asked him, in a curious and innocent tone. "'Nothing,' Anthony responded plainly. His father raised his brow. "'Don't need to hide anything. It's our vacation, after all,' his father pointed out. "'So, out with it.' "'When did you start smoking again?' Anthony said bluntly. <laughs> "'I figured it could be a cheat day since uh, we won't have any more problems.' Anthony didn't respond after that. Instead, he stood up and walked out of the room, 
His father's eyes followed him as he left. Oh, before you go to your room, mind getting our bags out of the truck? I forgot them there, his father commanded in a light tone. Anthony nodded and went out into the frozen land. Walking out, he tried his best to run through the snow, although, like before, he struggled to move his feet through the snow, almost tripping over his feet. Getting to the truck and grabbing the bags from the back seat, a noise stopped him almost immediately. Steps scraping the top of the truck kept Anthony frozen in place. Once it stopped, Anthony mustered the strength to look up above. Without warning, a raven caught in his face, causing him to tumble down into the snow. He felt as if he sunk into the snow itself, having a little trouble getting up from it. Able to stand up once more, wiping the snow off of his hoodie, he looked up once again to see the raven staring straight at him. He reached out his hand in curiosity, only for the raven to caw once more before flying away. Watching where it flew, a figure caught him off guard. The raven flew past it as it stood there. It didn't move. Not a single sound or breath. Anthony winced his eyes as he stepped forward trying to get a better look, although he was quickly stopped by the shouting of his father. Anthony! He yelled. You alright over there? Anthony nodded. Yeah, I just fell earlier, he said before walking back with the bags. Walking back, he turned again, still seeing the figure standing in place. Turning back, it didn't seem as if his father noticed whatever he was staring at, almost as if he didn't see it himself. Without saying a word, they both entered the house. Anthony set the bags against the couch. Crouching down, he opened his bag to get what seemed like a small gaming console. Opening it up, he saw the battery on it was low. Remembering being here before, there weren't any plugins for a charger. Even if there was, he forgot to bring it, like the last time he was here. Sighing in disappointment, he walked away from his room. Each step he took, the floor creaked, the noise filling the house each time, Heat from the fireplace eventually warmed the entire house, making it tolerable compared to the cold air from before. Sitting on a bed, he remembered back when he was much younger. Memories filled his head almost like a dream. Whispers of a familiar voice filled his ears. Looking up, a woman with light blonde hair stood in front of him with a warm smile across her face. A tear dripped down his cheek as he stared at her. A smile also crossed his face as he stood up. Mom? He said, as he walked toward her, only to bump into his father. Anthony quickly backed up as the look upon his father's face was one of fear. What did you say? He asked, with his tone shifting completely. Nothing, Anthony said, backing away even further. Are you sure? "'Cause clearly something slipped out of your tongue just a moment ago,' he said, anger filling his voice. Um, "'I'm sorry,' Anthony said while falling to his knees, tears pouring down onto the floor below. His father eventually calmed down, took a breath, and spoke once more. "'I'll be in the kitchen to make us some dinner. Don't leave here till I call for you,' he commanded. Anthony nodded as his father walked out of the room, stomping onto the floor below him. 
Sitting back upon his bed, Anthony laid flat upon it, wiping the tears away from his face and sighing of relief. In his mind, the only way for his father not to harm him is to fake being afraid. Tears and falling to his knees were the only way to escape any pain his father would inflict upon him. It wasn't simple belt whoopings. Blood was spilled. Anthony never truly feared his father despite what he could do to him. Pain was something he was used to. Looking back into the doorway once again, his mother stood there once more with a smile. Anthony, this time, wasn't smiling back. A frown grew upon his face this time. Sitting up from his bed, looking out the window back at the same spot where the figure stood, with no surprise, it still stood there without any sign of movement. He figured he could check it out the next day to see what it could be if it didn't move. A bad feeling ached his stomach of the thought of it before lying back down, though before he could rest, the call of his father sprouted him up. Anthony, food's ready, he yelled. Without the slightest hesitation, he quickly walked out of his room as his stomach growled in hunger. The table in the kitchen had two plates, microwaved dinner sitting upon them, steaming with the smoke of being freshly cooked. Although it smelled nice, it wasn't something to last. Anthony sat across from his father as they ate. His father scarfed down his food as if he hadn't eaten in days as Anthony ate slowly. They were both silent, not saying a word, nor looking at one another. The fire flickered a bit, the flower dying within it as it blacked. The cold air soon seeped back into the house, though not as heavy as before. His father gave him a look that got Anthony to stand up and go back to adding logs into the fire. Doing so, this flower blossomed once again. Anthony watched as the flames circled the log, slowly burning from the light brown that it was to pitch black. Shaking his head, he walked back into the kitchen and sat back down in his seat. His father looked up at him, smacking as he chewed his food. Before bed tonight, I want you to put in two more logs for the night. Uh, tomorrow I'll be needing you to cut a few for the day, his father commanded. Okay, Anthony said bluntly. I'm sorry? His father asked, raising a brow. Uh, yes, sir. Anthony corrected himself. There you go. His father said as he got up and put his plate in the sink. Wash these dishes when you're done, too. Anthony was eventually alone in the kitchen, staring upon his food, losing his appetite, and not wanting to waste it. He ate it anyways. Washing the dishes, whispers touched his ear once again. His eyes glazed over to the back door, his mother standing there with her usual warm smile from before, it wasn't long before he looked away, only a frown upon his face. Before going to his room, he placed two more logs within the fire. He grabbed his bag as he walked down the creaky hallway. Entering his room, setting the bag down, he pulled out a book titled Within Another Life. The book was something his grandmother gave him when he was younger. Opening it, he took the bookmark off of where he left it and began reading. Soon, his vision was getting blurry. Without thinking, he put the bookmark back in his book, his eyes soon drifting into pitch black, all sound dulling out. Though within a void of darkness, 
he felt something grasp onto him. His heart aching in pain. A scream. Not just any scream, but a familiar one. Hearing it, his ears felt like they were being stabbed with knives. He quickly woke up, coated in his own sweat, his heart racing, beating against his chest and wanting to escape. The sun shined against the window, brightening up the room. Wiping the sweat off of himself, he jumped out of the bed to get dressed for cutting wood for the morning. Dressed with a heavy coat and boots, he stepped out where a stump stood. Wood chunks laying beside it lazily, as if they were thrown around. As he cut the wood, the cold air dried his throat and his lungs became heavy. The morning sun made the snow sparkle like crystals, making the empty land feel more alive. Shadows were cast all around, one catching Anthony's eye. Looking up, his axe dropped to the ground as his eyes widened. The figure was much closer than before. It moved to where it was halfway towards the house. Nothing but a coat was visible enough to see. Not daring to get closer, something else also caught his eye. The figure was looking directly at him. It wasn't any taller than himself, if not shorter, although the thought of something like it was frightening enough. Before he could move, however, the back door of the kitchen opened, revealing his father. How's the wood coming along? He asked, in a happy mood. I got a couple ready, but... What is that? Anthony asked, pointing towards the figure. His father looked towards where he was pointing, confusion filling his face. His eyes moved around sporadically, on whatever it was that Anthony was attempting to point at. What? What is it? He asked, confused. Do... You not see the figure in a black coat? Anthony asked worriedly. Anthony, are you sure you're alright? He asked him. Anthony felt confused and afraid for the first time in a long time. His mind baffled that his father wasn't seeing the figure which stood no further than a hundred feet away. Anthony himself began to think he was crazy to believe something like that was actually there. Ignoring it, he shook his head. Yeah, I'm just seeing things, sorry. Anthony apologized. His father patted him on the back. Cut the rest of the wood and I'll see you inside, he said, before walking inside once more. Anthony still stared at the figure. No movement, not even steps within the snow. The figure stood perfectly still, as if it didn't really exist, but was an illusion to his eyes. Without thinking too much more on it, he went back to cutting the wood. The ache within his stomach seemed to worsen afterward. The rest of the day, things continued on as normal. Wood was placed in the fire now and then, not speaking to his father unless he needed to. The house was mainly quiet, with a few creaks and pops from the fire. As he sat on his bed, reading his book, a hum was heard outside of his door. It was slight and pleasant to the ear, drawing in his curiosity. He stood up to follow the sound. It led to the living room where a woman sat in front of the fire. It was his mother once again, yet this time she didn't look back. Mom? He called. She turned. A smile larger than before was shown, except her eyes were gone. Nothing but empty filled the sockets. 
He backed up as she stood up, walking towards him with a large grin. Backing up, he bumped into his father. Anthony quickly turned around. Da, he said, before being punched directly in the face by his father. The force alone caused him to slam into the wall behind him, lying on the floor, blood now dripping from his nose and coloring the wooden floor with crimson. Hmm, seems like I heard you correctly this time, his father said, as he crouched down and put himself in front of Anthony's face. I dare you to say that word again. Anthony sat quiet, letting the blood fall as his father waited for him to say something. Giving a glare of hatred towards his father, he stood back up. Clean this shit up, he said, before walking away. Anthony stood back up once again, cleaning the blood, or what he could, off the wooden floor. Returning to his room, he shut the door behind him. Opening his bag from before, a knife was pulled out. Turning his arm over, he poked his wrist with the tip of the knife. Slowly, he pushed a little within his arm. All he had to do was cut inside and pull the knife up his arm. Staring dead at it, before sighing in annoyance, he threw his knife to the dresser that stood beside his bed. He was tired of his father, yet he couldn't seem to push himself to leave the cruel side that he found himself. The next day, he stared out the window once more. His eyes gleamed against the light that pierced it. The figure was closer to the house, standing not too far from the door itself. Still, even from a distance, he wasn't able to see anything other than the black coat that it wore. His father, he saw, was already up and walking around, phone in hand and talking to someone. Anthony began to feel like he might be getting crazy. When his father seemingly walked around near the figure without a single notice, he sighed before getting himself out of the bed once more. Walking into the living room, he heard his father still talking to someone. It echoed throughout the cabin, yet he couldn't understand what the conversation was about. It ended before he could hear a lick of it. His father appearing from the kitchen, Anthony was curious on who he was talking to. Who was that? Anthony asked him. Some snowstorm is supposed to happen tonight. I gotta go out to get some things for us. I won't be back until later tonight. Make sure that fire is lit, especially if this turns out to be true, his father explained. Anthony simply nodded as his father walked past him and out the front door. The cabin felt emptier than before, though it never felt alive either. Despite that, Anthony went ahead to get set up for a possible snowstorm. It was later in the evening, the sun setting down the horizon, creating the picturesque mixture of orange and blue with a shade of pink. Anthony stared outside his window, awaiting for his father's return. It wasn't too long, however, before the night fell pitch black. Winds began to grow in speed as snow began moving with it. Watching it slowly, the snowstorm eventually arrived in a strong way blowing the snow strongly against the cabin, almost like rocks were hitting against it. Trying to ignore the sound from outside, an odd sound captured his attention. Turning his head, the book within his hands fell to the ground. Down, within the deep snow, barely seen within the intense winds of ice, the figure stood. Darker than the void of space itself, yet 
its face could be seen, gray, with a cracked and dry skin, a smile that only death could show. Its coat it wore tightly, hiding the horror unseen. It tapped on the glass of the window, disturbing it from its slumber. As it stood, sounds began to dull as the ticking of the clock woke. The smile grew larger as its mouth opened wider, revealing the dark pit of the unknown and two rows of jagged teeth. Its hands grasped onto the window, leaving scratch marks as it drifted its fingers up the glass. He felt a sudden impulse to move. As he did, the glass shattered as the creature slammed through and now standing upon his bed. The sound of a clock ticked as the creature stared dead within Anthony's eyes. Despite it not having eyes of its own, it was clear to Anthony that it could see him clear as day. Anthony, without thinking, began to run, which the creature soon followed suit. It ran on all fours, even grabbing on to the walls of the hallway. Knowing there was a key hung in the kitchen for the basement, he grabbed onto the key itself quickly before running inside. He slammed the door behind him, which the creature then slammed into. Running down the stairs with a burst of energy, skipping steps as he went down, he looked behind him where the small door was placed. It was a place for shelter in harsh storms. Quickly going inside and locking the door behind him with the key, he sat down and he listened. The basement door was opened, the sound of crawling herd scampering across the floor, his heart pumped within his chest once more as the sound of crawling stopped. Silence was all that filled the room. After a while of nothing, Anthony relaxed himself, calming down and believing he was safe. A familiar hum filled the room. It crept behind him. A chill crawled down his spine as he stood frozen in place. As the hum got louder before it stopped as it reached his ear, he ducked down as the creature leaned forward, snapping its jaws and barely missing Anthony's head. Unlocking the door, he slammed it once more behind him, running back up the step. His knife came into mind. Assuming it was the only way to stop it, he ran for his room, grabbing the knife from his dresser, and he stood by his doorway and waiting. Footsteps were heard coming down the hallway. The knife gripped tightly in his palm. As a foot entered the room, Anthony yelled as he swung his knife. Doing so, he watched his blood dripped down to the ground like a waterfall. Horror and tears filled Anthony's eyes as to what he had done. The knife was stabbed deep within his father's chest, directly piercing the heart. Anthony let go of his knife as his father fell to his knees, the blood coming out of his mouth as he tried to speak. His father grasped onto Anthony's shirt, trying to say something, but the only thing that came out was blood. Eventually, his father's body collapsed to the ground with a thud. Anthony yelled out in terror, tears dripping down his cheeks once again. Before he could mourn, the creature stood within the doorway, a grin still upon its cracked lips. Anthony, without thinking, throws himself out the broken window some glass piercing through his shirt and into his skin. He continued to run through the deep snow and treacherous winds of the icy storm. Into the forest, he found himself lost, not knowing where he had gone. He shivered within the cold, freezing to where his skin was turning blue. 
However, the storm finally stopped as time passed. The only thing that led Anthony anywhere was the moon shining, its gaze on the white blanket of snow. He felt weak, to the point that he fell down to the ground. He turned, seeing the creature still standing behind him, standing and waiting. It crept closely towards him. The sound of a clock continued to tick. Anthony closed his eyes, accepting the inevitable fate before him. The clock that hung against a wall ticked until it reached midnight. The creature stood, frozen, realizing that the next day had begun. The sound of running was heard, causing Anthony to open his eyes once more. In front of him, three objects lied upon the snow. Two eyes, one of hazel, one of blue, and a knife was in between them both, stained of crimson. Anthony wept one last time, before eventually going silent. After a long night, the forest felt entirely empty. No sign of life, or the sound of a simple breeze that passed by. Fire still blossomed, only to eventually die out in the darkness. The clock stopped its tick, and the strings had finally been cut. So that was, once again, the Burden Cabin View by good friend of the channel, Ghost Inc. The kid that I love working with. I say kid because he's significantly younger than me. He's about to be like 20, I think. Pretty crazy that he's so young and so talented at writing. Um, he's also the person that I play The Forest with, and he streams that to his Twitch page. So if you like watching people make gameplay videos, and if you like watching me die in video games, or if you want to see me die in video games go check out his Twitch. I'm going to link it down in the description below if I remember. If not, I, I'm sorry. There is also a playlist of stories that Ghost has written for the channel because he writes a lot and he lets me use them and I greatly appreciate it because he's a good man. So, everyone, make sure that you tell Ghost that you love him. Anyway, if you did enjoy this and want more content like this, please do hit that subscribe button at the, uh, at the bottom of the video there. And you can also hit that bell icon, hit all... Follow me on the social media platforms like Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and support the channel through Patreon, Coffee, or channel memberships. All of it optional. Every single bit of it appreciated. All that said, my friends, I hope you are having a fantastic weekend, and I hope I will see you in the next video. And if I do, fantastic. If not, I'm sorry, but I will see you again. I know I will because you're amazing, and I hope that you sleep well.